If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, let the game begin. Everybody's gonna lose and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh Noel right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yep. Uh, This is a show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noldenine, come together once a week over a single topic, and from said topic, we come up with a bunch of ideas <laughs> on how to get really rich really quickly <laughs> we put them out onto the ethernet since this is computer radio yeah internet radio that's the word i want to say uh and uh you take those ideas you action them you get incredibly rich and then once you've made those gajillions those trillions, those sesquipedillions, then and only then do you throw a little back our way. We don't ask for 50%. We don't ask for 40%. We don't ask for 30%. We don't ask for 20%. What do we ask for, Noel? After you're a trillionaire, you say, hey, I didn't get here on my own, right? No man is an island. I got the help of those mavens of the radio, the masters of internet finance, Josh and Noel. I owe them a little something, something. And what that something, something is, is 10% of everything you made. You need to tithe us. That's right, guys. Tithe us. Tithe us. If you are an atheist or an agnostic, we'll call it tipping. Sure. And it's not a lot. It's 10% of your trillions of dollars. That's right. I mean, it is a lot to us, but to you, it's nothing. I mean, I guess if you're a trillionaire and you become the first trillionaire from our idea and you have to give up 10% of your trillion and you're no longer a trillionaire, the ego takes a hit. But you'd still, without a doubt, be the richest person in the world. Yeah, come on. Although I did read somewhere that they think that Putin... Maybe worth a trillion dollars. Okay. That he's got, he's sequestered away. He's sequestered away, sequestered away, like close to a trillion dollars now. He's secreted. If not a trillion dollars. Secreted. Yeah, that too. Um, So he's a very rich fella. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. You can be richer than Putin. All you got to do is make 10.1 trillion. Give us the point one. There you go. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't well, know. it would be a little more if G- it's ten percent. I mean, look, guys. we're not going to split hairs here. Money. If you make, if you make one point one trillion, yeah, and yeah. you give us the whatever one. the point one trillion, yeah. instead of giving us point one one trillion, okay, that's true. We're not going to complain about it. No. You know, if it's 9.9% of a trillion dollars 
and it's easier for your accountants and it's easier for the math to be done. Yeah. Chump money. You know, we'll, 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 we'll eat it on this deal. Yeah. We're willing to take, to take the hit on yeah, this deal. Just get us next time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You'll just do another idea. You'll make another trillion dollars and you'll catch us on the, on the rebound. Sounds pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> we like to make things as simple as possible on the show. Anyway, Noel, it's been a whole week mm -hmm. since we've spoken last. There's been a lot going on in the country. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, there has been. Your president, there's there's audio tape of your president. <sighs> what a piece of fucking... Oh. Telling Bob Woodward that uh, he intentionally downplayed the virus. This had better be the nail in his freaking coffin. The only people that can still have any, that can still vote for him are, if you're a single voter, anti-abortion, if that's your only vote, or you're a lunatic QAnon, and there's only so many of those, or you are just out and out racist. And, and right now, the racist right so, so are you talking the, about apparently like 40 some odd million people in this country well but even even now i'm sure there's a lot of racists that are having problems uh voting for him i'm sure they're like ah, biden must be racist too i'm sure you know we were I, we were i was listening to a, a a podcast i don't remember which one but they were interviewing this guy from the new yorker who uh has written a book about QAnon and trolls and the whole thing mm -hmm. and and the uh, the racist groups. And he asked them. He asked the racist groups. He says, "You know, your guy, your your number one guy in the White House now that's pushing forward mm -hmm. your entire agenda." Yeah, is Stephen Miller, and he's Jewish. How do you guys <laughs> deal with that? <laughs> and they literally don't know what to to make uh -huh. of it. I would say fake because, Jews. Well, because they're like, you know, he's a Jew. He's part of the problem. Uh -huh. And yet he's all up with our stuff. Yeah. I th I think the uh, the pop racism of, of the day, though, isn't necessarily anti-Jewish. I know it drums up those that are. Uh, and and a lot of the no, real they, hardcore. He, he was racists. not talking to. He was not talking to pop racists though. He was talking oh, to, to like, uh, white supremacists. The hardcore racists. Okay. About this, you okay. know the 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 white nationalist parties who very you know strongly believe that the Jews will not replace us. Yeah. And by us, I mean you guys, because I'm already Jewish. Yeah. I've been replaced. <laughs> oh, uh, like invasion of the body snatchers. My my sister, speaking of race, got mm -hmm. um, one of those Ancestry.com things, which is great because mm -hmm. I've always been curious about it, but I don't want to touch that with the 10-foot pole. Uh, so we have the same <laughs> genes, uh, and it's great that she did it. Um, uh -huh. Do you want to hear what I got? Yeah, I do. I am 56% guess. Irish? Yes. Followed by twenty four percent, British, Scottish, Scottish. Okay, uh, sorry. Followed by fifteen percent, French. Yes, you nailed it. Mm -hmm. uh, and then three percent England and Northwestern Europe, <clears throat> and two percent Germanic, Africa. 
Oh, Germanic. Yeah. Yeah, you're white. Additional communities, southwestern Quebec French settlers. Okay. And the Bas Saint Laurent and northern Maine French settlers. Okay. So you're a white guy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I told you what mine came out, right? Uh, I, I You did, and I'm trying to remember. It was Ashkenazi Jew, right? It was 98.7% Ashkenazi Jew. Okay. And 1.3% broad Eastern Europe, Polish, Romanian. Okay. <clears throat> so somewhere in there, I have a great, great, great grandparent or even further back. Uh-huh. Like to get stooped, the gypsy on. Who stooped a non-Jew. Yeah. <clears throat> but there you go. I'm as, I'm as Jewish as they come. For generations, that was your family's claim to fame. Mm-hmm. It still is. I did them. I did 23 and me and uh, Ancestry. See, we're, we're doing, we're pulling a fake out because this has nothing to do with the topic, no. but since we brought it up. Yeah. I did, I did these, those two because I think, well, my father thought that I may have some siblings out there. Okay. And I thought maybe I could find some siblings, uh-huh. but nothing's shown up so far. Okay. The closest I've gotten is a uh, second to third cousin. All right. That you didn't know existed. Well, I didn't know any of these relatives existed. I don't know who any of them are. Okay. None of my more immediate relatives apparently have done this. <clears throat> Neither of my aunts on my mother's side, uh, you know, my mother, um, my, uh, you know, but my father's side of the family, the fact that there's anyone alive on my father's side of the family is very surprising. There have been a couple people who have the same last name as my grandmother, and we thought everyone died in the war. Yeah. We thought my grandmother was the only one who got out of Poland uh, before the Nazis killed all the Jews. Yeah. It's a very upbeat show today. It is. It is. We're starting big. I, I can bring it up. I'll give okay. uh, some Nigel updates. Uh, Josh and Deb, we saw them the other day. Uh, mm-hmm. We are going for a walk on Saturday, and uh, they came out and walked with us for uh, down to the river. Um, <clears throat> Nigel's Deb doing... Deb her damnedest to make that baby laugh or smile <laughs> and got nothing but scowls of a drunkard. Oh, he does nothing but laugh at me. Uh, yeah, well... Everyone laughs at you. That's not hard. And he, and he started doing this thing, and it cracks me up so hard. He, he will just, like, for one thing, he just starts, when he thinks it's time to play, he'll just try to lock eyes and start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he's trained like a dog. Yeah. And, uh, and, and he's got this thing going now <laughs> where I'll just reach for him, and he'll... Start laughing and like squirming in his seat, like he's in his mind. You can tell he thinks he's running away, and we're playing like catch. But he's just sitting in there in his chair laughing. Do you? Does he crawl yet? No, no. He doesn't pull himself around on the floor at all. No, he he gets up and and if we kind of prop his chest up, uh, he'll he'll be moving his legs, but there's no movement. He he can roll. All right. Uh, from his stomach to his back. He mm-hmm. has rolled from his back to his stomach, but that's not on the repertoire, the usual repertoire as of now. Um, he is 
physically big for his age, so he's a little bit, uh, as far as that stuff goes, a little further than a lot of kids are his age. But he's mm-hmm. not like, you know, doing the two-step. All I know is I got a, a text from you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, I just caught myself telling Nigel what a cool burper he is. Yeah. Yeah. Cool burps, dude. And my response was, you're a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He has some pretty cool. He's a cool burper. You know what new happened with me? I didn't even, I totally, I don't know how I forgot about it. It's been all the talk uh-huh. of of my courtyard and, and our little compound oh. here. So uh, the neighbor kids came back. Okay. They've been gone. I don't know if I told you this. They got, during this whole COVID thing, they had left last. Uh, so they are all three young girls. Yeah. Uh, I think they're basically like 13, 11, 9, roughly. Uh-huh. Um, they're all like total athletes. Okay. And they're all into skiing, downhill skiing. And the oldest one is really into it to the point where uh, once winter rolls around, the kids and the mother leave New York and go to Wyoming, like Jackson Hole or one of those places, mm-hmm. and these kids train to be downhill skiers. Wow, cool. Like going for the Olympics kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And they did that this year. And because of the virus, they got stuck out there. Oh, So they have not been home for nine months. And they were basically separated. Their father was here, their mother, and they were there. But it just didn't make any sense for them to come home sure. and be cooped up indoors when they could be outside all the time, yada, sure. yada, yeah, yada. They have the means. Well, one of the girls, apparently, the mother bought her a bunch of little chicks. Okay. And the kid fell in love with them and raised these chicks from chicks up to chickens. Oh, cool. And now we have five chickens in our backyard. No way. Yep. That's great. Yep. Well, not if you're a chicken because Herschel. Oh, no. Herschel runs around their coop and just tears around their coop, freaking these poor birds out. (laughs) They're gobble, gobble, goblin. And look, I don't know a lot about chickens. Uh-huh. I do know that they're dumb as shit. Yeah. They're stupid, stupid animals. Like, I killed a chicken once, and I didn't feel bad about it because when I looked into its eyes before I killed it, I expected to see, like, something, mm-hmm. you know? Like, if you look into the eyes of a cow, mm-hmm. you you get something. There's something there. There's something Soul. soulful about yeah. it. Right. You look in the eyes of a chicken. You're like, yeah, I'll eat this. No problem. Um, You look in the eyes of a parrot. You see intelligence. Yeah. You know, you look in the eyes of a chicken. You see the dumbest thing you've ever seen in your entire life. But I know they're not bright. I know that, you know, they don't need a lot of room, but they've got this coop is seems so small to me. Mm -hmm. And they, they have like a a a maybe three foot by two foot area for these five chickens to roam around in, in this coop on the dirt. And they're just like, I mean, it's just gotta be, I don't know what happens with it. It's going to like get full of shit. I don't know how you clean out a chicken coop. I'm not doing it, but I haven't seen these girls really take the time to do it. They've been home for almost a week now. And I'm just concerned that there's going to be chicken shit 
smell and chicken shit disease all through my courtyard <laughs> because of this. Disease. And I'm thinking I'm going to suggest to them to put these fucking things in diapers uh-huh. I'm, or, or something. But, they're, you know, chicken shit is not your friend. Okay. That's all I'm going to say right. on that. It but, yeah, be. there's chickens in the yard now. You know, uh, we, we got a first with Nigel the other day, too. So I Which was, is? I was, everyone gives all these horror stories about changing their baby. And really, he hasn't had too many horror stories. Uh, You've had a couple, though. I, I, well, I was changing the other day, and it, it was he hadn't gone the day before, and so he mm-hmm. doubled down. Um, and he was in his big onesie pajamas, his footy pajamas, and I was getting him out of those, too. Uh, so I, I start changing them and then I start taking off the pajamas. And I realized like, oh, he pooped right up his back and had like uh-huh. massive poop inside. The- <laughs> oh, yeah. He got a, uh, it wasn't runny or anything like that, but it was a giant yeah. poop stain in the, in the pajamas. He's also at that age now where his poops are like poops, right? No, it's not no, like, no, no, it, well, what, what I mean by it is it smells like shit now, doesn't it? Uh, it's got its own smell. All he eats is formula, so uh, right. it's not when does like he on solids. Uh, well, in, in about a week we not have to solids, go. Sorry, on baby food. Yeah, in about a week we have to go to the doctor, uh, and we're guessing the doctor's going to say you can start him on cereal and stuff now. But you still got to give him all the formula. It's just you also then supplement with right. uh, the cereal. There's rice cereal and oat cereal. Then after a while of that. You can start adding in some foods one at a time to make sure nothing he's not allergic to anything. <clears throat> yeah, Nigel's that story about Nigel reminds me of 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 this old man who came into this bar that I used to work at, <laughs> and we had this <coughs> we had this big right in the corner of the bar. The bar was L shaped, and in the in the corner where the the lower part of the L would have ended against the wall. There was a big, uh, uh, old school barber chair, uh-huh. you know, and it had the thing where like, you know, if you really wanted to, you could lean back in it if there was room to, and it was super roomy and he was probably about 80 years old and he had the shake something fierce mm-hmm. and he comes in and he sits down and he orders a beer and I serve him the beer and then he orders another beer and I serve him the beer. And this is at like three o'clock in the afternoon. It's the only people in the bar are me, him and the owner. Mm-hmm. And the owner looks at the guy and then looks at me and says, I think you should stop serving this guy. I'm like, stop serving him. He seems totally fine. He said, just stop serving him. And I was about to, I said, okay, I'll stop serving him. You're, you're you know, your place. That's yeah. fine. But before I stop serving him, the guy gets up to walk away. And when I look, there's a trail of wet following him mm-hmm. out the door. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I look over into the fucking seat of this barber chair. Uh-huh. And it's just filled with brown liquid. Oh. And the dude had shit himself. Oh. Shit and pissed, I assume. Yeah all liquid and then just got up and left. Yeah. And, you know, props to Jose Chavez who worked there. He had, he had a baby and he was like, "Ah, I'll clean it up. I clean up baby shit all day long. (laughs) 
<laughs> and he was totally nonplussed about the whole thing. We were like, oh, no. Oh, oh. And he just fucking went for it, man. He just went in and he just threw a bunch of paper towels on it, wiped it all up, squ squidged it down. Props to him. Uh, yeah, anyway, yeah. Noel, all these stories about feces. Yes. About shit. People are like, that's too much, guys. Too much poop talk. Well, it's only going to get worse because today's topic is... Today's topic is diapers, how to get rich quick with them, how to snuggy your way to the top of financial freedom. Or huggy, I guess, right? Snuggy's not a diaper. Yeah. Snuggle. It's snuggy. Snuggies and huggies. Is it? Or snuggle. Pamper. Uh you really, if you're going to do these, you got to, you know. I got very little sleep last night, dude. Yeah, I hear you. I got very little. I could not fall asleep. Uh, Maybe keeping you up or just you no, couldn't fall it was asleep? No, I couldn't fall asleep. And then, but then because of him, so he wakes up once in the middle of the night for a feeding. And uh, Nan does that feeding. But I've got to like get up and get the bottle. And it it has me up for a little bit. And then I have to get his morning feeding. So mm -hmm. whenever you think of, uh, oh, I've got, you know, you're staring at the clock and you can't fall asleep and you're like, I got up in five hours. It's like I, you, you always have to get, subtract an hour out of what that really is. Mm -hmm. So I didn't get a lot of sleep. I'm um, sorry. But dipes, dude. I got. You should have a million ideas I about. I'm gonna to tell you, my ideas. This, uh, I, I, I just know it from my soul now. Mm -hmm. uh, my ideas are short, and they're gonna make you so freaking rich. Uh, and particularly my first one, so freaking rich. Um, diapers, right? We all know what they are. I don't need to give you the Wikipedia definition of a diaper. Uh, yeah, yeah, dude. That's yeah. How, it's not a Noel Deneen first first idea if it doesn't have the Wikipedia entry description of what a diaper is. It's whatever. It's a thing you wrap around you to catch your poop and pee. Uh, we use a lot of diapers, right? And I'm just going to focus on the the babies. Uh, we go through a lot of diapers. We, we went through a whole diaper, uh, journey. Yeah. What was your journey? So we started out, uh, before Nigel was born, we had done some research and wanted to be, uh, responsible to mother earth. You wanted to be those parents. Well, what do you mean? Those parents. You were going to be those parents, parents who want better to than everyone else parents. For their child? Yeah. What? Those parents that want to leave a planet for their child. Uh, whatever. Uh, so we were looking and we found these diapers called G diapers. And uh, what that they sounds like a uh, Korean pop group. <laughs> yeah. So wh what they are, they're, um, they're, like cloth outers with then a, a rubber thing that sna snaps into them. And then inside there, you fit these disposable pads. So what you're throwing out is very little. Uh, no plastic, all very biodegradable. <clears throat> um, we got like a, a baby starter pack. Uh, 
right? So you get everything set up. And honestly, at first, they were pretty great. Um, mm-hmm. But then he started getting bigger, and they weren't quite doing the job as well. Uh, so with the starter thing also comes with the next size up. So we went to that, um, and he's also getting bigger and having bigger poops and stuff like that, right? Uh, so you're constantly, these cloth things are constantly getting poop on them. Um, and then, so you're doing laundry like every few days, every couple days. Um, and then as he's getting bigger, it's they're not even giving him the coverage he needs. So he's pooping out the back of those things pretty on the reg. Uh-huh. And and definitely peeing through him on the reg because this kid can pee. Um, he can. <laughs> this kid can pee. Um, and then we were thinking about, like, and, and they were getting big. And so then to get the next size for each of these cloth things, they're like 12, 13 bucks a piece. And you need 12 of them. And that's not even the diapers that you put inside them, right? Mm-hmm. So we were kind of like, I don't know about that. And we did have um, pampers that, you know, that's what they give you in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Pamper, pamper snuggies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they are. Whatever. that. No, swaddlers. And uh, we had those, and those were honestly great. Um and so we were like, okay, well, we need to get some of these for the time being. So we got a bunch. And it's like, oh, he's not peeing through everything anymore. Oh, we're not getting poo all over things anymore. Oh, at night, we don't have to change them a million times because these things are crazy absorbent. Yeah. So then we were like, okay, as he was going to size up again, we we're like, we should... Do something. Let's let's find a happy medium. So then we found another diaper that we're using. There's still Pampers there, but they're like their Pampers line that is their eco line. Mm-hmm. So there's still some things that are bad about them, you know. But they aren't full of plastic. They they will biodegrade. They but they're still super absorbent. He's not peeing through them. That, that's our that's our diaper journey, guys. <laughs> that's a great journey. It's a yeah. beautiful journey. It's like the Iliad. Yeah. But uh, uh, if this camera were faced the other way, you'd see a giant box of diapers that we just got delivered. <laughs> uh, diapers is a real thing, and you're, and you're going through them at a, at a rapid pace. Uh, he's going through diapers and diapers a day. Uh, I saw one thing that seemed wrong to me. It seemed very low and saying that uh, the average family in America spends uh, $750 a year on diapers, that's way low. That's I'm, lower than what I saw. Yeah, yeah. I think it's probably well, maybe, more like 120 bucks a, a month on diapers, 100 120 Yeah, I saw $1,500 a year or $2,100 a year yeah, on diapers. Yeah, I can believe that. Um, $21 seems a little high, but uh, $1,500 probably is about right, I bet you. Well, I think when they go for 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 uh, average family, what is it? One and a half kids? No, oh, maybe, maybe they're yeah, maybe they're talking about more than one kid. 
<clears throat> right. Um, so you get kind of in this diaper ecosystem, uh, and they're making money, right? Mm. Um, and, and honestly, whoever designed diapers is a genius, right? They're great. They really mm-hmm. are. They're great. Um, so I was like, how can you make a diaper better? And I looked into a bunch of stuff. I saw some article about these diapers that they're trying to do in Korea and then want to bring over here uh, that have Bluetooth diapers. <laughs> uh, they're internet-connected diapers. They alert you when the kid pees. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really about all they did. Uh <clears throat> But it's like this piece. I'm like, how are you going to do that? That seems so wasteful. No, it, it's a thing that's on the diaper that you have to transfer from diaper to diaper. It seems disgusting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, these diapers, you don't need to know when the kid pees. You know? Yeah. The, the kid's constantly a little bit peeing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, these things it's like a man over the age of 50 it, it it's it's rare they're going to pee through this thing mhm uh and and they do have on the front of them they've all got um a stripe that appears when they're wet right so when he pees oh yeah i didn't know that yeah you can see it changes color mm-hmm. so there'll be a blue stripe on the diaper w- when he's peed but uh but you know you'd have to be overly busy or for some reason he's just peeing like a maniac um, or neglectful to not change this diaper because of pee. It, it, it's, it's pretty amazing the way, how much they can handle. Um, the one thing they don't have though is a poo indicator. Mm. So <laughs> I can't even tell you some of the things that we've been doing, right? Like shoving our faces right in there, giving like big whiffs, and then you take a big whiff, and you take a big whiff, and ripping them open. You get poop on your fingers if it's there sometimes. Uh, it's, yeah, you know, that's what you want to know is when they've mm-hmm. pooped, and you don't need a freaking Bluetooth thing to tell you, right? Uh, so first thing you're going to do, you're going to make a diaper with a poo indicator. And mm-hmm. we're not looking for a luxury diaper. Uh, we're just looking for a diaper that you're going to get people to switch to because once you got that, you've got guaranteed money coming in. Uh, I, I I did see this one thing that I thought was ridiculous. They were talking about diapers and they said that the, uh, the average Pampers uh, cost 20 cents per diaper and... Pampers makes two cents a diaper. And there's budget diapers out there that will cost about 15 cents a diaper. Mm -hmm. Um, Of that, the company will make one penny a diaper, but it's not really a good savings because you use up to twice as many because they're not as absorbent. These things are so absorbent. Um, Mm -hmm. so, uh, you're going to put a P indicator on there. Another thing that is a real thing, um, Mm -hmm. that we were heavily into at first was there's all these apps, right? 
to track uh, their <clears throat> eating and their pooing and their peeing. Mm-hmm. We're not as concerned about it now because he's a little bigger. and We've kind of gotten, you know, we know when things are wrong or if things were wrong, we would know. But when they're a little mm-hmm. baby, they need to keep peeing and pooing. You need to know all the time. You need to keep track of it. And honestly, your head's kind of spinning. So you're not just it's not just in your head, right? So there's this apps that every time they go to the bathroom, you take it out and it, they peed, they pooed, they did both, right? At what time and blah, blah, blah. And our apps connect to each other's phones so that they're all connected uh, we had one that was, I think, seven bucks a piece. But a lot of these apps that are out there, you're paying twenty bucks a month subscription. A subscription? That's such a fucking ripoff. Such ripoff. So, <clears throat> along with your diaper, you're going to give a, an app, and you're going to give it for free, and it's going to track their diapers and what your diaper is going to do is instead of showing a blue line when they pee or showing a brown line, I guess, when they poo, is it's going to actually, instead of a line, it's going to make a, maybe like a QR code type thing is going to appear or a, <laughs> or a, a barcode type thing is going to appear. And all you do, you take your phone, bloop, it scans in, it automatically records pee, poo, both, whatever it is, it's, it's all there in the symbol that appears because of what they've done. Um, it automatically gets tracked by this thing. Uh, you'll have people lining up to switch to your diaper because you're charging the same as the Pampers, as the Huggies, and you're giving so much more use, and then you've got all this data that you can sell. Uh, there's a big thing with uh, in the financial markets nowadays uh, with alternative data, and it is different sources of data that can be used by traders and mm-hmm. algorithms to gauge uh, spending. So you can sell this as alternative data. <clears throat> It'll be a basically a, a diaper index you could have run, and you're making money off of all this data you're selling, you're, you're getting people lining up to switch to you. You don't need to sell, sell, sell a more expensive diaper. You just need those people to switch to you. I'd rather make the same on a diaper as Pampers and get all their customers than get a third of their customers and make one extra penny a diaper, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not what you want. You want to get them all. And you want to... Mm-hmm. This, this, if you got a diaper that did those two things, you would get everyone and you would be a there's seven billion dollars a year i read in america spent on diapers you would get surprised it's not more than that so was i when i saw it actually uh but you would get all of it i mean when you go to some place like a warehouse shopping yeah you know the things that they sell the most of are paper products Mm -hmm. toilet paper paper towels and diapers. Maybe what I read was wrong because it seems way too small to me too. But whatever no, that I'm, number is, you'll get it all. Yeah, that's huge. That's a good one. Right? Don't don't so, nickel and dime to get the luxury. Just take it all. So this sort of ties into what you were saying. What I was well, you tell me about this because I'm really curious about this with you guys specifically. Mm-hmm. But 
Um, I did not know that diaper packages advise that the fecal waste in the diaper should be flushed down the toilet before <laughs> disposing of the diaper. Neither did I until I read about stuff for this topic. And did you ever do that? No. So you never did that. No. Right. No. And and so as you do, and most people do, you just roll it up and throw it in the trash. And apparently only 0.5% of all the waste from disposable diapers goes into the sewage system, whereas over 92% of it ends up in landfill. Um, because it's wrapped up in all of that plastic, mm-hmm. It doesn't break down. It doesn't decompose because it's wrapped up in all that plastic. I, I think a lot of those figures you're getting are worst case scenarios as if someone's getting the ski boot of diapers. Uh, a lot of people aren't. Uh, I, I bet you the diapers we get, it's not the same level of problem. Not saying it's I think not that, any problem. I, th- I think this number is worldwide. Okay. And I think when you take into account countries like uh, China mm-hmm. and uh, uh, India, mm-hmm where uh, uh, this stuff is definitely happening on. And, and I think, you, you know, I, I would not be surprised if, if these numbers are absolutely right. I mean, yeah, maybe in the world of parents that you deal with, that they're not doing it as much or they're not, you know, uh, uh, they're using more eco-friendly stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think most parents out there, especially if you don't have a lot of money, you're going with the, the cheapest thing you can find. Okay, sure. Um, uh, researchers estimate that the lifespan based on the material it's made from to be about 250 to 500 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, no one knows how long it actually takes because, uh, diapers haven't been around long enough for people to actually see if they break down at any point yet. So we could somewhere with a, with a shovel, go into a landfill and find the first diaper. There you go. That's a treasure hunt. Yeah. Find the turd in that first diaper. Yeah. The first disposable diaper. Um, and I thought about that, you know, like all that fecal matter filling up landfills, mm-hmm. all those, you know, plasticky undergarments for babies rolling around in the landfills, not breaking down, lasting for 250 to 500 years. Well, I was thinking about it. I was walking down the street. And as I was walking down the street, I watched this woman following her dog around while it was trying to take a shit with a bag open, mm-hmm. trying to get the bag under the dog's asshole Just to catch it. So it would shit directly in the bag. <laughs> and I had an aha moment. Oh, and this is it. You're going to make diapers. Yeah. That have in the front and the back. Well, more, it's really more about the shit than the piss. Yeah. It'll still absorb it. But the back will have a big opening on which you can attach plastic bags to it. And the child will then shit, and it'll just go into the plastic bag. You'll see it right there, right? You'll know he took a shit because there's Uh, a plastic bag hanging out filled with shit. Sure, looking like testicles. Yeah, whatever. It's a fucking baby. They're like truck nuts. Yeah, exactly like (laughs) truck nuts. It's a baby. Yeah. Babies yeah. don't care. The only people who care are the parents. Yeah. Okay. Babies don't care. No. You know, you could have a baby for as much of the time as you want. If you wanted, it's the parents who want the babies to look cute and dress up in the little outfits yeah. and all that sort of yeah. stuff. But so but I'm jumping ahead. So you're going to make, so it's going to basically be a somewhat absorbent material for uh. the pee, right? 
that's still cleanable, right? But it's just not going to be covered in shit. Yeah. Like the ones that, you know, you think of, like the ones that you had, for instance, because yeah. it's all going in this bag, this this biodegradable plastic, in quotes, bag that you can seal and just drop in the trash or put in your garden or do whatever with. Uh-huh. Um, but where the big money is going to be, Noel, with this, it, besides the fact that this is a huge idea and parents are going to be like, oh, my God. Yeah. The big money in this is going to be the clothing lines, right? Because when you think about the clothes, What's the point of having a fucking plastic bag filled with shit hanging out of the back if it's just getting smushed up against his ass because he's in his onesie mm-hmm. and there's no hole in it? You're going to be making onesies, pants, whatever, dresses, whatever the kids wear, the babies wear, mm-hmm. with the area cut out so the bag can come hanging out of it. Uh-huh. So it's all prepped, yeah. and you just have to, you just have to like, did he poop? And you pick him up, and the plastic bag is empty. Yeah. And then you put him down, and you pick him up, and the plastic bag is full, and it's time to change him. It's like you a colostomy any bag for a baby. What was that? It's like a colostomy bag for a baby. Yeah, well, sort of, but there's no <laughs> tubes going up his ass. No. That is, this is a great idea. It's great. Yeah. No, I like it. I like it. Uh, on a related note, one thing I was thinking to add to my super diaper was, uh, mm-hmm. a, a, so w- w- when you open that diaper and it's a disaster in there, all you want to do is get his legs lifted and then take the the cleaner part of the diaper, the peed part of the diaper, basically, mm-hmm. and just wipe it on his butt to get as much as you can that you have to deal with. Uh huh. Have a little paint scraper on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> and you would just uh, get it all in like a squeegee. Uh, but yeah, I was I was listening. So I, I don't know where what I was watching, but they were talking about the story of uh, Achilles uh-huh. and about how his mother dipped him into the river and he got his superpowers, but she was holding him by his, his ankle there. He was holding him by around the ankle. And that's uh-huh. why his Achilles was the only part that didn't go in the water. Right. Yeah. And I was thinking she was dipping him in that water. Not so he would have superpowers, not so he would be in Vilton, but he took a big shit and got it all over himself. <laughs> yep. And she was just holding him by the ankle and dunking him, dunking him, dunking him <laughs> to get all that poop <laughs> off of him. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably right. Hey, you guys, if you're like, hey, I'm a Greek historian. I've never even thought of that. I owe Josh some money for coming up with that gem. Uh, you can get him some money. You can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Noel show page, hit the sponsor link, and half the money that you pledge will go to Josh and I, and half that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, and if you're like, no, I hate the fact that you're trying to put truck nuts on a baby, you can say, I'm not giving you money. And the way to let us know most that you're not giving us money is if you go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, and right there from the main front page, not our page, but the main front Radio Free Brooklyn page, if you pledge from there, all the money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. No money goes to us. You can leave a message saying these guys are horrible. Get them off the air. Uh, Radio Free Brooklyn will probably listen. They need the money. Um, and you could feel like a champ because you helped save internet radio and community radio and all that. And uh, you get a tax break because Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 charitable organization. If you want to support in other ways, you can... Sign up for the newsletter. You can uh, uh, you get the apps, Android or iOS. You can listen to the station live, get all the archives. And you can also, uh, right now, we're trying to push Go on Amazon, smiledonamazon.com. You can put a charity in. 
And when you buy things, you don't put any extra money in. Amazon will kick in a tiny portion of what you spend to a charity. Uh, you can put Radio Free Brooklyn, and it is very little amount of money. Uh, but if enough people do it, it'll add up. Right now, you know what? Josh has other ways for you to make money, and he's going to tell you what they are right now. Mr. Josh, take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. And that's why I say go to Toastmasters. Go to improv. The people with the best communication skills do best at this. And most of your communication skills suck. Most of the dipshit retards, I don't mean retarded in that sense, retards watching this on YouTube have no communication skills. At one time I had piss poor communication skills. They used to throw plates at me when I talk, go to a rotary club to give a speech. Can you imagine, they threw fucking plates at me. Your feelings would be hurt. Yeah, I think my feelings would be hurt if someone threw plates at me while I was trying to give a talk. This guy's communication skills still might need a little sprucing up. <laughs> I'm not going to go on a limb here and say, though. You think he learned how to talk like that at Toastmasters or at Improv? Yeah, well, maybe at Improv. Mm-hmm. Uh, improv, I didn't realize. I, I knew a bunch of lawyers that went to Improv uh, to practice speaking in front of people. That Yeah, sure, took Improv classes, sure. Uh, you know, before the boom of improv, uh, that was in Chicago, one of the things that they would market it to is to help you with public speaking, help writers uh, be able to flesh out ideas and dialogue. Uh, they really pushed all these other uses for improv other than improv itself. It was, it was always billed as you're never going to make a nickel improvising. Here's, here's all these <laughs> things you can do with it. It really was. Um, You guys, diapers, how are we going to get rich with them, right? As I said, my ideas are short and sweet. Uh, And as I also said, diapers are amazing. Uh, It, you know, if sometimes you go to check Nigel's diaper and he's dry as a bone. This diaper is swollen up like a water balloon. It's, amazing how absorbent they are and they still keep them dry. They wick it all away, right? It's amazing. Uh, and when I was doing my research on diapers, uh, this is one fact that was in everything about diaper facts that you could read was all, you know, for, uh, diapers are so absorbent nowadays that you can use them for temporary plumbing fixes. It said, yeah. Uh, if you've got a leaky pipe, r- wrap a diaper around it, and that'll that'll keep it golden until you can get a, a better fix in place. Um, and I was thinking about that, and it's true. It, it it's it's like NASA scientists made this stuff. It's incredible. How do we get that out to everyone? Not just for poo and pee. What else could we use this for? And it hit me. You could sell one of, you could sell at least one of these things I'm going to mention here to everyone in the country. What's the one thing everyone's scared of getting soaked? Their Their cell phone. Oh, their cell phone. Right? So you make little cell phone pouches 
that everyone will buy as an emergency, like an Epi kit, right? You keep one just in case that allergic kid gets stung by a bee, just mm-hmm. in case someone has a peanut, right? No, mm-hmm. you keep uh, one of these cell phone cases around made of diaper. And if, if something happens and your, your phone, your $1,000 phone gets water damage, you throw it in the diaper, leave it there for a day, no more bags of rice, uh, and it soaks all the water out. And then on that same note, you make laptop cases, mm. right? You make laptop cases <clears throat> with interchangeable diaper inserts. So you're always putting your diaper, your your laptop, in a clean, absorbent interior. And then, you know, every every couple months, like a Brita filter, you change out the diaper filter in there, and you'll start selling these diapers to everyone in the country. I think you could also, if you made like a uh, keyboard cover out of diaper, mm-hmm. because how many people ruin their 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 uh laptops by accidentally spilling coffee on it or a glass of wine or something like that sure you have something that's going to just soak all that stuff up no harm no foul yeah it'll be nice and cushy on the hands it would save you know people save the country and everybody millions and millions of dollars in carpal tunnel uh related uh, uh work lossage sure Sure. No, no, I think that's a great idea. It's My, short and sweet, but it's a lot of money. Yeah, it is a lot of money. My next idea is uh, along the same lines because, like you said, they are perfect for stopping leaks. And I had read that as well, that people use it. Like if you've got a leak in a pipe, mm-hmm. they'll wrap a diaper around it while they're out getting all the stuff they need, and it'll just suck up all that liquid that's coming out of that pipe. But I started thinking about... <clears throat> You know, they're building all these billion plus dollar buildings all along the riverfront in New York City. Yeah. And they're doing this all over the country, right? I mean, you know, for those of us that remember the hurricane that hit New York and the damage that it did, the flooding that happened, um, the amount that it cost this city. And any city that has to go through this is in the billions of dollars. Oh, sure. To deal with that flooding. Um, And when you look at what they have sort of to stop it, there's all these different systems. A lot of them are these sort of blow up fences that are designed to go like six, seven feet high to keep the, 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 the rising water from going over the fence and keeping everything safe. But once it gets over it, it's done. So this was my thought. You make rolls, like you know how you think of uh, 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 bubble wrap, mm-hmm. right? But instead of bubble wrap in those big rolls, you would have diapers, diaper material. Mm-hmm. And you could just wrap the interior and exterior of buildings in diaper material. So if the water gets over those barriers, it's just going to get sucked right up by, by you've basically <laughs> diapered up your building. Yeah. You know, and then when it's all said and done, you unwrap it, you squeeze it out, you throw it away. Sure. And it's a done deal. Yeah. So there you go. That's great. And 
in the meantime, all the buildings would look like mummies. Oh, they would. Yeah. Well, the bottom half. They would look like buildings in diapers is what they'd look like they because you're not going to go all the way up to the top. Uh, I guess not. It'd be funny if you did, though. You, maybe you can do that. Instead of toilet papering a, a house or a building, yeah. you can diaper it. Maybe instead of an umbrella, people could put it on head diapers. That would get heavy, though, wouldn't it? It would. Like when you take those diapers off of the baby and it's full of pee. It, it's, it's got some heft to it. Yeah. It's got to be pretty heavy. It's, I, and I'm telling you, you'll like check the diaper and you're like, oh, and it, it, it's like a water balloon in there. It's like, mm-hmm. think, think, it's like taut. It's got so much pee in there. <clears throat> There's a practical joke you can play. So like when I was a kid, friends of mine who lived in apartment buildings, mm-hmm. their whole thing was they would drop water balloons out of their windows. <laughs> just drop diapers on people. Just drop, just drop full diapers on people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You'd be the hit. And all the block someone parties. would get hit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, you guys. Uh, if you want to get in touch with Josh and I and tell us what, what, how great our ideas are, give us some ideas for shows. If you just want to get in touch with us and pay us or say hi, uh, you can get us on Twitter at GRQJoshNoll. Uh, you can email us at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. You can get us on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. Uh, you can go on iTunes or anywhere you get a podcast nowadays and you can subscribe, rate, review. Do it. Oh my God. Review people. Yeah. So many of you listen to our show via podcast. Yeah. Just fucking review the show. <laughs> yeah. Like literally take 30 seconds out of your day. Yeah. And go, these guys suck. They're not funny. Or yeah. these guys are hysterical. Or, you know, show's not bad. It kills some time. Yeah. I don't care. Just review the fucking show. It's been like we've had one review in the past year. And then before, prior to that, it's all from from four years ago when yeah. we started the show. Uh, so do it, guys. Uh, and we also have to say, if you only listen, only listen to us in podcast form, tune into Radio Free Brooklyn Saturday nights, 8 o'clock. Get the schemes five days for anyone else. Uh, get there early, listen to Arts Are Scene, stick around afterwards, listen to the circuit. There's a lot of good things going on in Radio Free Brooklyn. You should be paying attention. Uh, you guys right now, your pockets are full as a diaper, full as a loaded dipe, um, and you need to do something with all that money. So, Mr. Josh, please take it away. And coming in at number one is the tea of all teas. It's estimated that unless you're extremely well-connected in China, the chances of tasting this tea is one in 494 billion. Legend has it that thousands of years ago, a Chinese emperor's mother was critically ill. Some peasants from the Wuyi Mountains offered him some tea that they said was blessed and could cure his mother's illness. The remedy worked, and the entire empire was astonished. Immediately, the emperor asked for the whereabouts of the bushes that produce this miraculous blend. The name Da Hong Pao literally translates to red robe because on finding the six bushes, a soldier took off his red robe and cast it upon the shrubs, claiming it for the emperor. Today, the six bushes still exist and are a national treasure of China. Day and night, heavily armed guards keep watch over the plant that's worth 20 times its weight in pure gold. There you go, guys. It's 
a lot of money. It's something like a million dollars a kilo. Wow. For that tea. Wow. And that's the tea. I'm gonna say, the tea. When I claim things from now on, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to throw my robe on it. You're gonna have to throw your diaper on it. Yeah, throw my diaper on it. No one. If you threw, if you threw one of his shitty diapers on something, yeah, no one would like. You, you could genuinely claim something like that. I think you could, because no one would be like, "Oh, I'm just gonna remove." You know, if you threw your robe on something and said, "This car, I claim this car." Yeah. Someone would be like, "Get your fucking robe off of my car." Yeah. Right. If you threw a couple of shitty diapers, boom, on a car and said, "I claim this car," the guy would be like, "I." I I can't. I'm not going to touch this shitty or diaper. Or at least give it enough pause where you could then zoom away. Right. Exactly. So there you go. Good way to claim, my friend. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Hey, you know what, you guys? Uh, Josh and I have full faith in all of our ideas and how rich they're going to make you. How do you know that you can have the same level of faith as us? How do you know that you are going to get super rich? So you might as well spend all that tuition money you've been saving and all that money you've been putting in a nest egg for retirement and a house and remortgage your home and rack up your credit cards and maybe, you know, do a little five-finger discount from work. How do you know it's worth it? It's because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick, to which we judge our schemes by Josh. Where do the rules come from this week? I like how you really drag that. You're starting to drag the intro out now, so you don't have to do as few questions as possible. Uh, today's rules are 10 smart ways to get rich in short time in 2020 from Finsight.com. Okay, Fin Rule number as one. in finance. Yep. Be willing to be different. Be willing to be different, right? Think different. That's Apple's slogan. You're going to put all these... Apple devices, when they get wet, in a big old tech type. Yep. And rule number two, you ready for it, Noel? I'm ready. Design a product. Design a product. <laughs> exactly. Make it a little QR code that appears when they pee, when they poo. Uh, everything we talked about tonight were designing products. Yeah, so we're two for two. You want to know make, what make rule? I'll tell you what rule number like three was because it's as what? good as design a product. You ready? Yeah. Make a viral video. Make a viral video. A kid running down the street in your little truck nut diaper. <laughs> that'll that'll get some attention. That'll be uh, it. Really will. So we are three TikTok. for three, guys. So once again, for Josh and Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Back gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. 